How do you set the goals that are going to get you ready for your next level? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. We are back in the listener mailbag, my friends, and I am so excited. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And today we're talking about one of the entrepreneurial favorite topics that always makes me roll my eyes and maybe get a little vomit in my mouth at the same time. The idea of goal setting. Entrepreneurs put so much focus on this topic that, you know, it becomes in some people's mind the be all and end all. And I understand it, right? If you don't set a goal, how are you going to know where you're going? If you don't have a plan, how are you going to figure out your destination? I understand and why this piece and this word in this topic is so incredibly crucial for business owners, and I support it. However, I think that the way it has been like put on mountain on high and it is seen as the be all and end all creates a lot of confusion for regular everyday business owners who are just trying to figure it out. Because it comes with this implication that if you're a good business owner or a successful business owner or a business owner who, you know, see all the air quotes here, have what it takes, you are on your goals, you're making them specific and measurable, and you are attacking them with, you know, with gusto. But here's the problem. Sometimes when we've already exceeded all of the goals we've met, we don't know what we want next. And that isn't a sign that we're not a good business owner. That is not an indicator of our ability to be success that, you know, successful. That's not like the tipping point for whether or not we're going to make it. Sometimes we just don't know where we're going to go next. And that's okay. Obviously, as you're figuring this out, you want to keep all other systems as they've been going. You want to not be taking action on curiosities. You want to be taking action on plans that come from intentional forethought. But not knowing what those plans should be or what you want them to accomplish, I would argue is an understandable, normal, natural occurrence for business owners. Not every business owner is constantly thinking about the next goal. Some business owners set themselves up for success by doing that, but I don't think it's a requirement for business. However, when you find yourself going adrift, as today's listener is, you absolutely do need to stop and think and reflect and regroup, but it is not a sign that you don't know what you're doing. It is not a sign that you're not supposed to be here. You are not put into the weakest link category of business owners. You are simply in a moment of curiosity where you can welcome in new ideas and decide what's right for you. So let's dive into this topic with some specificity. I'm going to read today's letter and I'll find you on the other side. 
Heather, I have been feeling like a base. Uh, let me start that one over. Heather, I have been feeling like a lazy business owner this year. Last year, I was really building my business up, juggling all of the pieces, hiring staff, and creating systems. This year, things seem to be running fairly smoothly. I have successfully delegated and handed off a lot of tasks, and I am left with more time in each of my days to do something new. While that is the dream for so many, earn more, work less, I find myself feeling adrift. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing half the time. I am drifting and wasting a lot of time. I know I need direction, but everything has been checked off the list. What exactly is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And I don't know how to set new goals or make new plans for all of that time. I've just had my head down and have been pushing through straight for two years now. Now I'm looking up and I'm thinking, what next? How do business owners navigate this new phase of business ownership? I could use some guidance. Okay, my friend, first of all, I hope you heard me loud and clear in the opening that this is a normal part of business development to have executed on your plan, implemented your plan, seen it through to to fruition, get the income generated that's necessary for the business and suddenly be like, "Uh, is that all there is? Um, Am I supposed to do something next? Did I miss the memo or is there a rule book I should have been reading? It is normal to feel that way. The first thing, um, and this might be psychobabble run amok on my part, but in reading your letter, one of the phrases that really stood out to me was this idea that you have all of your this time on your hands. You're feeling lazy because you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. You know, first of all, like that free time is a reward for a job done really well. Congratulations. This is a fantastic problem for you to have. That means you did a lot of things right. You set yourself, your business, your product, your service, and your customers up for success to the point where you have a well-oiled machine that is largely running itself. That is the entrepreneurial dream for so many. And I want to make sure that even though you're focused on what do I do now and what's next and how am I supposed to make a plan if I don't know where I'm going, I want to make sure that first of all, you are taking time to celebrate this, recognize it, and tune into your capability. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you, like some of my other listeners, will know that tuning into your capability is the number one resource you have in moments of self-doubt and moments of imposter syndrome and in moments of overwhelm. So if we don't take time to pat ourselves on the back to sort of absorb all of the achievements we've created for ourselves, then in those moments where we feel like we're drifting, we simply feel more lost. It is my hope and my wish that if you take a moment to take it all in, to think of all the problems you solved that you didn't know the answer to, all the clusters you figured out, and all of the knots that you made clear, how you got here, the decisions you made, the instincts you followed, the lessons you learned, the failures. One of the things 
Now that you have the time, touche, touche, I know, I would really spend some time in a way that's comfortable for you, either with just thoughtful reflection, a journal entry, a letter to yourself, a quiet walk somewhere, but take the time to really reflect on all of the things you did, all of the things you've learned, everything you've accomplished, the failures you bounce back from, the lessons learned that like you want to take some time to take it all in. And part of that isn't just to tune into your capability in moments of weakness. The other part of it is that these two years have changed you. I know that without meeting you. Because two years ago on a wing and a prayer, you set a goal, you made a plan, you implemented, you executed, and gosh darn it, it worked. And when we do those things and we achieve goals and we create success for ourselves and we are able to own it and solve problems we didn't think we could solve and do things we didn't think we could do, it changes us. So I want you in your reflection and in the time you take, and again, because you, you know, P.S., you have time, don't rush this, but really take the time to reflect on not not just everything you accomplished, but who are you now that you have reached this level of success, that you have achieved this within two years time? What sort of things are you interested in? What kinds of things are you passionate about? How do you enjoy, you know, what are your favorite parts of your business? What are your least favorite parts of your business? What things do you still look forward to? All of that. Because the woman you are now is not the woman who started this. And my guess is without realizing it, you know, this success is a really good thing and it's amazing for so many reasons. But if you haven't updated your version of yourself, who are you now that you said you were going to go and do this thing and you did it and it worked and it was awesome? That might be one of the reasons you feel lost. The other reason is a little, again, it's a little woo, it's a little psychobabble, but do you feel worthy of income when you don't feel like you've quote unquote worked that hard for it? Because I think that's another thing I heard in this letter. Like it's easy now. I'm making money and I'm barely working. And I think some people have a money mindset issue where their income has to be equal to the amount of work that they've put into. Because after all, so many of us end up with this, you know, dream of lifestyle freedom and financial freedom and business ownership because we know all too well what it's like to work really hard and not be paid what we're worth. So I think as a result, we incorporate Incorporate that flip side into our state of being and into our understanding. And I would encourage you and challenge you to do some self-examination around this topic. Have I given myself permission to make money in a way that flows with ease without me having to pull out my hair and get all tight and sweaty and nervous and anxious? 
Do I have permission from myself to build a business that's easy? Because I don't want you creating your next goal and your next thing just because you don't think you've earned this time. Otherwise, you're going to create something for the sake of creating it. And you're going to implement something for the sake of checking off a box, but it's not going to make you happy. It's not going to fulfill you. And at the end of the day, it's going to burn you out and make you miserable. So we want to cut that instinct off at the pass by making sure that your intent to goal set, your intent to find your next thing is born out of a passion to do exactly that. Because when you think of your life and your business, you don't think you've accomplished everything you could professionally and you want to accomplish more. Not that you think you should have to accomplish more. But if you give yourself permission, if you tie that in with some self-awareness, who am I now that I've accomplished all of this? And then you tack on to that all of the things you've learned, all of the things you've planned, all of the things you've executed on and the problems you solved, you will start to build a foundation that sort of grounds you in confidence as you pursue and get curious about the parts that come next that you don't know yet and that don't feel as familiar. Because what you're going to want to do is take a little bit of stock. And the first thing I want you to think about is in the past two years when your head was down and you were grinding it out and you were pushing through, what ideas came to you? Did you brush aside because you didn't have time for that? What things did you occur that what things occurred to you that you sort of said, oh, I don't know enough about that or nobody would buy that from me? What ideas did you create or wishes did you have? Did your upper limits kind of talk you out of? So many of our next best ideas lie in the things that we've censored, lie in the things that we've cast aside. So if you think back to any of those someday I might, or wouldn't it be great if I could thoughts, it'd be a really great time to start to list that out and look at it to see if it still interests you, to see if it's still relevant to the current business landscape, to see if it's something you would want to do. Do you still care about it? Do you still identify it as a problem? To do a kind of a run through with yourself around what you would really like to be doing. If that time could be filled in any way, how do you want to fill it? And what do you want to do? And then the next thing, once you have really gotten clear with yourself, I would do an equal list of what you don't want to do, what you don't want to put up with, what you don't want in your orbit. Because those two things together start to craft your personal vision for who you are, how you move through the world, and what you want your life and business to look like. You have to know your non-negotiables, your wants and your desires, and also so what you're no longer going to put up with in order to get the clarity that you so strongly want and desire for yourself. The next thing I would encourage you to think about is what does your audience want? 
What are they asking you for? What problems are they talking about? What themes are you seeing in their comments on social media? What are the questions that you're asking or engaging with them on that they're being really active in their response to you? What is everyone, you know, in your peanut gallery of your business think? And what are they asking for? And I always use very, you know, I always want you to use a handful of notes of caution with this because I am not a fan of do your market research and implement the most popular idea. What I encourage business owners to do regularly is only put out options that you're willing to do that you've already pre-considered. Because if you're somebody who never wants to work one-on-one again, it simply doesn't work if you go and you ask your audience carte blanche and then they all come back and say, I just really would love individualized time with you. You want to know what you're willing to do. And obviously your audience is going to come up with all kinds of ideas and options for you. So you want to make a promise to yourself that as you weigh these options, you are only considering and measuring the things that interest you, that you too think are a good idea, that light you up and excite you and set you up for success. So you then want to measure your customer's desires with your own wishes. And then what I would allow you to do next and encourage you to do next is to be open and curious, to start to think about, well, what would it be like if I did this? What would it be like if I did that? And not rush to an answer. You currently have a business that's running itself. I think a good use of time would be to ask your team members, is there anything we can do on our end, on the back end of this program or on the back end of this service that could better set you up for success with your job? Is there any level of detail that we might want to pay attention to or think about or redo now that we have time, now that we have air, and now that we have oxygen? And then I would also take an inventory for yourself and with your team of what didn't work. What have you been doing that exhausts you? What have you been doing that doesn't quite sit well with you and that you don't particularly enjoy. Because when you give yourself permission to take your time in this process and to be curious about the process, you don't rush to an answer. You don't just jump on the next thing. You really give yourself time to consider it because your passions and your interests might take you in a different direction and that's okay. Your passions and your interests might stay exactly where you are and you might realize for yourself you don't want to scale and you don't want to grow and that is perfectly okay too. But you want to figure out who you are now, how you move through the world, the things you care about. And my guess is the more you think about this, the more you focus on it, the more a theme is going to emerge and you are going to start to come up with your new idea. And then again, just like everything else I've said, you don't rush into it. You don't just go, oh, that's my new thing. Spend some time. Look at it from different angles. Make sure it feels right. Then start to execute the plan. What, how much time 
do I need just to think this through? How much time do I need to research? Like, I would break the idea down once you've decided you land on it, and then start to schedule those tasks into your calendar. Then you can even, you know, schedule times with the peanut gallery and your biz besties and the other people to bounce ideas off of, to work through the details with. But most importantly, you don't want to rush to goal setting. You want to rush to self-inquiry, self-acceptance, and self-understanding. And once you have those, you can start to get more clear on what you're going to do next and break those um, you know, new goals down into specific manageable pieces. I'm so glad you reached out with today's question. These are the kind of conversations I absolutely love to have on the show. It really gets me so excited. So thank you for reaching out so vulnerably and so honestly. And I hope it's gotten you from where you are now to where you want to be as you sit and digest the advice I've just given. If you would like to work further with me or if anybody else listening hears this kind of advice and goes, wow, I need her two cents on my business, I encourage you to reach out to me over at Heather at HeatherGreyConsulting.com. If you're comfortable with your question being aired on a future podcast, you are welcome to tell me so. Send it in an email and I will address it on the show. Thank you so much for hearing me out today, joining me for this conversation, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.